Hey, Tulip here. This is not a new episode of Bacon Pancast. Instead, it's an old podcast we recorded a few years ago about the Distant Lands episode, BMO, around when it released. Back then, we were calling it the A-Timers podcast, and I think these can still be found under that name if you search for it or if you look them up on Crown Cryptid's YouTube channel. Anyway, I just thought it would make sense to have all the Jake's Meatloaf Adventure Time podcasts together in one place, so I decided to upload these old ones here, too. And this one in particular was actually the first podcast we ever recorded together, so that's fun. Big thanks to Tipsy for editing these A-Timers episodes, and to Chan for that little jingle you just heard, and of course to Nick for originally hosting these podcasts. If you've heard these before, feel free to ignore them, but if you haven't, please enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome to the Adventure Time BMO discussion. With me today I have um, a bunch of Adventure Time friends, including Chan, Crowned, um, a user by the name of Dumb. No! <laughs> That's just cheeky, my name's Dom. Uh, use a by the name Dom, but you've called yourself Dumb for some reason. I hate and it. Tulip. <laughs> it's 2020, we're done with the self-deprecation, dude. Hmm. Change it to cool and smart. I'll... Change your username okay. to cool I'll, and I'll... smart. <laughs> I'll do that right now. All right. So, um, the first question um, I want to ask you... didn't introduce yourself... Tulip. I, I, I did say to you, yeah, yeah. Tulip, introduce yourself. <laughs> you, you you said my name, but you said it last because you went on a diatribe about Dom. <laughs> okay, so introduce yourself then, Tulip. Hi, I'm Tulip. Yay! Oh, Hi, Tulip. Yay. Let's play videos and stuff. Hello. Um, what we're here to talk about today is the Adventure Time Distant Land special. It's been two years since Adventure Time has ended and we've all been anticipating this special. Um, I mean, I don't think that there was a need for any further Adventure Time episodes um, oh, because the series just ended so well. But Sorry. You, you don't have to fight me yet, Chan. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> We're still but... at the introduction, Chan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited for these episodes coming forward. So I wanted to see what are your general impressions of the episode that just aired, BMO? It's good. <laughs> are we taking turns? <laughs> yeah, are we, um, are we doing turns or how's it going to work? Well, tell you what, Chan, what, what did you think? Um, so I have a very biased opinion, because I'm a very big fan, but I, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was adorable, I, I thought it was really well paced, and I was really nervous about it, obviously, because I'm like, if this sucks, that means that the next three episodes will probably also suck, and then it would have to be like a long, slow burn of two years waiting for them to come out, but, um... The fact that it's like a new crew mostly, and it, and they captured the spirit, in my opinion, so well was really awesome. Oh yeah, that's right. Most of do you mean the the people working on it were different to the people who worked? Yeah, on it before? like Adam Muto and and of like I think two or three other people were like you know from the old, uh, 
like the old crew of the show but like it's just mostly like an entirely new set of people so i was like how are they gonna do that but they did it and they did it well folks <laughs> yeah i mean i i'd agree with you there it very much felt like an adventure time episode um irregardless of the quality of the episode come to think of it so oh um <laughs> do you have so do you have an do opinion? I have what? Do you have an opinion to share? Um, I have a bunch of opinions, so I wanted to ask you guys first so that I don't say my opinion first and then mislead the discussion basically. So, um what about you, Dom? Well, I was um looking for Oh no, for I'm the... gonna go last because my name's alphabetically last. <laughs> How to cope with things different than what everyone else said. Oh no. I'm trying to look for the um, Reddit AMA. Does anyone know where it is? Uh, uh, give me a second. I'll check find your, it. Uh, check your comment history. Yeah, no, I'm... Oh, wait, is it this one? No, it's not. <sighs> give me... I'm logged into a different account. Um, so I can't check my comment history. Is it this one? No, it's not. Uh, let me check. I, I have a... Yeah, I have my I would love mine if on my history. Give it to me because I want to like jump off of what Chan just said. Um... Also, obviously, spoiler warning. I guess for the video. Uh, here, I'll send it to you. Thank you. It has four twenty upvotes, so that's pretty cool. Here you go. Hey. <laughs> okay, oh no! So let me. Never mind. Let me look for my comment. Um, okay, so um, I did uh, like ask, uh, I, I did make um, a message in this Reddit AMA, and then I read there um, while watching, I really loved how the writing, especially the dialogue, felt so classic and so adventure timey. And Adam Mudo replied and saying, Thank you. We had the same writing room, so that probably helped keep uh, keep continuity. And he said, if it felt like classic AT, that's thanks to Hannah, Anna, Laura, and Iggy. So I think they had like more than a couple of people who ha were like the same. Um, yeah, when he says same writing room, does that mean you know the people in the room? Because I thought you know that that those were different, and that was sort of a a thing. Yeah, I don't know what like same writing room means i am is it like the same people does he have the same or like, literally process? they were doing it in the same room he said same Maybe. he said same brains after it um but i mean either way the i think what i meant mostly was that it was story well i guess this one was storyboarded by uh, hannah and adam were on it so that that mm. probably helped but like there were a lot yeah. of new new people and i think storyboarding is like the the big test of can you make this classic and i think they did a good job yeah yeah um but like uh going away from that i love the backgrounds oh my god it's so natural and it's so beautiful that like i worry going back to the original cartoon and i'm like wait <laughs> Why did the backgrounds look different? Yeah, but the actually, these, yeah, these backgrounds look amazing, and 
it's just like Adventure Time could have had this like like not to not to hate on the ori- uh, on the original background art style because it is charming and it it was um beautiful but now that I've seen this I need it all the time I I just I really love it and it it's inspired me so much to draw and it's just so beautiful and I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is the original Adventure Times art budget not good enough for you now anymore, Dom? <laughs> no, wait, no, don't tell people. Don't, no, don't, <laughs> don't misconstrue my words. I love the original <laughs> Adventure Times still. <laughs> and the background art's still good. It's just different. Like, they're both different. They're both good. But I think BMO background art. Mwah. Yeah, it was Beautiful. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good absolutely agree um i had to pause every few moments watching it this morning because there was just so much detail constructed in each background the um the rabbit burrow um space itself um everywhere inside of the drift just looked absolutely gorgeous and it's a step above um adventure times usual quality for art i see and even the character designs were a level above what's usually done for background characters so I agree absolutely the art was gorgeous in this episode. I love By My Eggs Bird. <laughs> what? Or I swear <laughs> to God, I'll eat it myself. <laughs> yes! Every time I hear the lion, I'm like, oh, that delivery was good and that character design is good. So thank you, random bird person. Do you think that the people of the, the drift also um, observe gold? Yes, because they do say... Um, yeah, someone say said it at some point. It's the character yeah. you just quoted. Did you say yeah. Gold yeah, she said, or Glob? She yeah. said, she, uh, she said, said gold, Glob, but, I think, yeah. Uh, the gold. bird said Glob. No, I meant, by she I meant you, Tipsy. I, I'm getting uh, I'm getting my... Um, I'm getting my mythology well, mixed up. Well, that's okay. I was just <laughs> one. I was like, those are two different conversations, so I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the birds on the drift worship Satan? Uh, uh yeah, of I, course. I, I do. 100%. <laughs> uh, well, back to, well, but... back to talking about background stuff. I remember, um, I can't really find it now because not everything loads on the Tumblr page right now, but there was some King of Wu concept art thing of a really cool, like, weird computer-looking alien and then I was like, yo, where is that in the episode? Then when I rewatched the episode, it literally runs past the camera with, within, like, less than a second. What the Are you like, serious? It's amazing that they, like, it's a fully designed thing that they had different models for and everything, and it's there for less than a second. So can I, can I uh, piggyback off of what, what you've been saying and talk about, like, the thing that I liked about it? Yeah, I was going to um, say because... Tulip next because you complained about being that, so there you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, like a while ago, when we were talking about doing this, Crown suggested that we would each bring like one thing that we like, one thing that we didn't like, and I don't know if we're still doing that, but I wrote down some vague things that I could Ooh. talk about like that. And if I had to go with one thing that I did like, um, it'd be the like background characters, all the cool-looking, weird, and different alien designs. Because um, you know, overall, you know, obviously, I, I I loved it. It felt you know it have that Adventure Time energy down, but also stuff was different, and most of the stuff that was different basically appealed directly to the stuff that I like, being, you know, like, space and, and aliens and having cool and weird and funny designs, and, like, I just kept really appreciating all the stuff in the background. 
Like they didn't just... that didn't get a spotlight on them because there's no reason to. But like there's just so much f- f- cool looking stuff in there, and I love. Yeah, it. and it's like how Crown said, where like they still paid attention to detail for those things, even though they didn't um uh like focus on it, like you said just now. It's just so good. Like you can really feel that they put like so much love and like care into it because they cared about random background designs and random random background character designs and I just appreciate it so much. <laughs> Definitely what Tulip said is like basically what I, like my favorite thing about it too. Like mm-hmm. that it, like Adventure Time always had like a couple episodes with space stuff and that was always like my favorite stuff in the show and then this is just a whole 45 minute episode with that's just entirely that so i i love that i'll still like (laughs) never forgive them for like making me believe they would be actually 60 minutes they they're 44 minutes instead yeah there there's no commercials and like so they should have like said 45 like when they said an hour long i was like oh it's possible that it will be 44 but i was like nah it will be an hour but then, no, they made it 44. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Four new hour-long Adventure Time specials. New episodes are coming to your TVs. That's what I mean. Yep, not on quite There are no commercials, so it's not an hour long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're made for the streaming service, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, like, why Why even say that at that point? Like, we know there's no commercial. Anyway. Maybe they were hoping they'd be picked up by uh, TV, but... Eh, I doubt that was the reason. They just an hour long because it's fancier. So is Cartoon Network a property that belongs to HBO? No. I'm not sure. No, I, I think well, it's HBO is a property right? that... Sorry. Did you <laughs> HBO say... belongs to Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers owns everything. Or Warner Brothers mm-hmm. owns Turner, which owns Cartoon Network. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Glad you know that. J- dang. <laughs> a quick tangent on the background characters. Um... So, I, again, we were talking about how, like, each character was just, like, had a second long of screen time. Um, I really like Bugs, and I really like Stag Beetle. So when those um, beetles, um, Darling and Sweetie, came on screen, like, for the first second, like, when they were running away, I was like, oh my god, I need to take a screen cap of this cute little beetle and make it my icon right now before uh, I forget to go back to take a picture of them. And then to my pleasant surprise, they became, like, like an actual character in the episode, so I was so happy about that. That's just a tiny, tiny happiness for me. I love their voices so much. I know, they're my favorite characters in the entire episode, to be honest. Yeah. Um, they're so cute. So, How about uh, you, Tipsy? Well, Do you have any thoughts you wanted to talk about? Yeah, actually, um, I, actually have, I actually have this entire little essay written down that I wrote um, whilst watching the episode this morning and in the essay wow. I wrote down a bunch of questions for um, for this discussion as well and the first one was the general impressions um, so I, I thought that it was um, I thought it was fine um, it was gorgeous like we discussed but I felt like, especially in the first half of the episode, it seemed to drag on a little bit. Like, the jokes weren't hitting hard enough. It wasn't getting you invested enough in this new world that it was introducing you to. So, um, as a 45-minute Adventure Time special, I'm sort of wondering how much was left on the cutting room floor. 
basically. I think that question could be answered by the volume of stuff that's being posted on like King of Oof, like concept art. So much of that didn't get used. There's like a whole lot. Yeah, there's absolutely tons of stuff. Like, like we posted um, just a few minutes ago. Actually, the robot houses, multicolor robot houses. Um, y five. It was originally going to be an adult, by the looks of it. Um, there's the jungle dome which was supposed to be a jungle globe and all of the designs for the fauna and the rimpopotamus just tons and tons of stuff that it looks like they envisioned for this episode whilst they were figuring out what to do um, but I, I feel like I feel like that contributes to how some of the scenes feel like they were small sections that were stapled together rather than a part of a cohesive whole, and that's especially the case for the first half of the episode. The second half, things really do pick up, and I'd like to talk about that shortly, but um, that was my general impression of Adventure Time Bemo. I feel like it didn't quite reach its potential, humour-wise, in particular. It's funny that like that's where like my bias shows, for like being like a big, big fan, sometimes blind, because like, I, I like the humor the entire time, so just, I don't know, but I, I, I respect I will say, uh, I agree with Chan where I do like the humor the entire time. Um, I, I understand, um, the part where it feels like some parts are dragging, mostly because it's like, we're following BMO, fix the drift, and sometimes I'm like, hmm, is this super important for us to, to, like, see right now? But I guess it is, like, a BMO-centered episode, so, eh. Um, but I did like a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the humor. Um, yeah, I thought there were a lot of really funny BMO lines, like, even in, like, the first half. Just, like, I thought BMO was great. Yeah, the first half was really strong. I really like, but I'm so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was gold. That was so golden. Like... He died as he lived, sucking big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so many good lines. Seriously, and also like, uh, um, like, I think I think it was like Bimo doesn't have feelings, and then like two seconds later, it's like you make my feelings feel good or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my god! There is tons of stuff going on. Um, all of I. I want to talk that. about so many things, but I'm gonna wait to follow um Tipsy's like outline. Because I'm going to derail. <laughs> oh, what do you think of the characters? Do you want to start Good. with Tulip this time? Or are we <laughs> yeah, Tulip. Tulip what do you think of the characters, Tulip? What do you think of Bimo and Y5 and everybody else who was in the episode? And Mr. There were M. Characters. And, and Mr. M was there. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, uh, two or maybe three, counting football, of the characters were, uh, you know, returning. So it was, it was, it was nice to, to see them again. And then, uh, well, I get, like, in terms of new characters, there's Y5, who's cool, and there's Hugo, like, and then other than that, I think there's, that's pretty much the, like, major characters. Um, yeah, you know, <clears throat> Martin, hey. It took Martin, me, like, hey. it took me an embarrassingly long time to figure out that was Martin, and by that I mean, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> halfway through the, like, halfway through the episode, I, I figured it out. It took me a while to, like, accept it, 
Like, I, I figured <laughs> that it was probably the case, but I didn't want to believe it because I, you know, thought that this wasn't a prequel. I thought it was a sequel to the series. Mm. And so I thought that, you know, like, but why would he <clears throat> be here? He's, like, dead, more or less. Like, it took yeah, until I took I spoke into the chat and you mentioned there was young Finn and Jake for me to realize that the episode took place in the past. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't. Re- my my brother watched it with me and he said, "Yeah, like oh, so it's a flashback." And I was like, "Oh, I thought it was like be more no. like time traveled because he was in space too long or something." What? Shit. Like I thought he <laughs> went to so elaborate. <laughs> I thought he went to a different universe, like, you know, in the Adventure Time Ryan North comics where Jake goes into a dream world where Finn has stretchy bowels. I thought he was something like that. (laughs) It was interesting to me that, like, when I realized it was a prequel, I was like, I have to watch this again. Because, like, Bimo doesn't really act like that until the latter half of the series, so it's Yeah, that's the disconnect. It's weird. Um, I mean, like, obviously, it's just, like, whatever. Yeah, it is, but, um... Marceline kind of also has that exact problem where in the beginning of the show she acts differently and then you know she developed into a different character mm-hmm. but then when they had when they you know had flashbacks with her she acted more like her modern version yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah it's not a new problem I, like Princess it doesn't Spiegel bother me well. that much um I oh, do want to sure. flex though that to be fair I really was looking for Mr. M to be Martin so like the first moment he talks his first line I'm like that's his voice acting. It it has to be. Yeah. I'm not wrong. And I then recognize he kept talking, it too. And then I was like, oh, it's Martin. And then I live tweeted about it. Haha. <laughs> so I knew it was Martin, but I didn't know it was a prequel. I just thought like Martin, for some reason, was bored of the other plane, other world that he was brought to. I... And then for some reason, he came back here. Or maybe he was kicked out. I was like, oh, like they thought he was an asshole and they kicked him out. Martin gets kicked out with enlightenment. I liked how they handled him because there wasn't, like, some big reveal. It was just like, oh, if yes! you know it's Martin, then, like, that's a little treat for you. If not, he's just sort of a character in this. And it's just like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to... Um, cool. I did want to mention something, but I don't know if this is, like, gonna mess up your plans, Tipsy, but... Uh, no, it's not. Carry on. Um... I forgot what I was gonna say. Jan! <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> give me, like, two you. seconds. I'm so sorry. Um, it's okay. here we go. It's gonna happen. Something about BMO, you know, we're, we're narrowing it down. <laughs> oh my Are, god. Do you think it's about Adventure Time? Say it, say it while I remember. Yeah, say it while I remember. Go ahead. Yeah, so, like, about, the, you know, the very end where, like, we see young Finn and Jake, like... I, I had this, like, I don't want to say that, like, I called it because I didn't and there was nothing foreshadowing that, but I had this weird, like, right before it was revealed, like, as BMO was, you know, falling to Earth, I had, like, the thought occurred to me, hmm, what if it's, like, what if we see, you know, younger characters, like, what if it's actually the past and then it happened and it was, like, I don't know, I had a weird, I was psychic for a few <laughs> seconds. Like, I thought you of it were... just before it happened. I remember. Can I just say I had an ungodly scream when Finn and Jake came out. I was like, oh my god, this is too cute. I screamed so loud, I heard my dad and my brother laugh outside my room mocking me. Alright, Chan, what did you what did you want to say? Um, I wanted to have a good old classic discussion about why the heck Bimo doesn't seem like clearly Mo sent him to Mars, so why didn't why did he act like he didn't know Mo and be more? If that was supposed to happen, like before everything. Yeah, I had the same. I had the same 
bit of confusion. Like, it seems like Mo sent him to Mars, but in the canon of Adventure Time, Mo sent him to go and find a little boy to hang out with, and that could have been, like, any amount of time before the series takes place in. And he doesn't recognise Mo at all, so I don't know what happened there. Like, Every time he doesn't recognize Mo, I'm so confused because he was booed up and he was looking up at him, right? And I'm like, do you have baby brain where you don't remember like <laughs> when you were born? And then yes, you this just... is Bebo we're talking about. Yes, he has baby brain. It's well, Bebo has baby brain all the time, right? So does he? <laughs> like, does that mean he doesn't remember anything that happens? You should. He's a robot. To be fair, Come I didn't on. rewatch B more since then, but I'm almost positive that he had no idea who Mo was or any of that. Like, yeah, he really didn't. He 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 didn't even um like the only foreshadowing I can remember that um that B Mo doesn't remember Mo or doesn't know who Mo is is um Y five asked like like uh who like does he own you and then Olive said yes and then B Mo was like. I'm no one's, and I'm like, but don't you know that you're Moe? So that was yeah, the only kind of foreshadowing funny... I saw. I think that sounds just like a BMO line, just like, I am yeah, no Yeah, it's just one's. a BMO line. But yeah. like... It wasn't exactly I'm no one's, but you, you get what I mean. It's weird, though, because Adam on the AMA was really cryptic. Like, he was like, oh, who knows who sent him? And it's like, if everyone is guessing it's Mo, why be cryptic? So, like, was it someone else? But it's weird, because it was a MoCo ship. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, he made it clear at one point. Um, Not clear, but, like, cryptic in a way where he's like, oh, check, check the ship. Uh, I think um, he commented, like... For a hint, go check the spaceship that Bimo was on, and then it said Moko. It's just weird because it doesn't. They're really good with like continue. What is it? Continuality. Continuity. Con- continuity. Something like that. They're really good at that usually. So like, I I'm trying to piece together a good enough reason why Bimo wouldn't remember Mo, and I'm just like big question mark. But that was one. I know of... the answer, guys. What it's is it? Because he's got baby brain. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Did I dream this, or was there a line where Bimo or someone... Yeah, I think it was Bimo was like, I'll have to delete my memory again, or something. I swear he said that at one point. Oh my gosh. What, he deletes files for fun, right? Maybe that's Oh, you're right. He that's does. a good point. Maybe he just deleted his own memory of Mo. That's depressing. Oh, that's so cheap. Come on, don't well, do that to I mean. the adventure like, time. I'm glad they didn't... They didn't, like say that because that'd be kind of a lame <laughs> a lame thing but, <laughs> it's um... a lame excuse don't tell me you forgot your creator because you were deleting your files because it gave you a buzz come on yeah um but yeah i was also really happy to see finn and jake too and i i scream more oh, internally boys. dom so it, i think just like the entire house probably vibrated for a second and people thought it was just like a rare Rhode island earthquake <laughs> but it was just me um of course, as usual, they make Jake absolutely hideous when he's young. Like, hey, no, I like this design. Don't at me. They're just like his flannel jacket. He just like it's just the hair. Both times they're like, okay. like give him a ponytail, give him a mohawk. I'm like, Jake, why do you need hair? You have fur <laughs> all over you. Yeah. Maybe he's jealous of Finn's luscious hair. He's like, 
oh, my baby brother is starting to grow like really cool here. I need to be oh. cool as well. But something something that I was really surprised about <laughs> that they confirmed in the AMA, which I, I really didn't expect him to do it, was that someone was like, does this mean Joshua and Margaret were already dead? And, and Adam Mudo said, sad but true. So we got confirmation well, that, well, that... But the thing about that is that like we know exactly when Joshua died and it was in season three, right? I, are you implying it was the dad's dungeon thing? No. Yeah, because wasn't the beginning of that episode like his death caused them to like get the message or whatever? I don't. Well, no, well, he, I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. He had died since then, and his like spirit sparkles. But like, it wasn't that. Like that wasn't him dying in the present. He definitely died like way before that. Yeah, uh, I, I always interpreted it as like he had just died. No, I mean, I didn't interpret no, it that it way. It could have Adam, been. And Adam in, confirmed it wasn't. In, in Billy's bucket list, they say they buried um, Joshua behind the tree. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're getting our Adventure Time big brains out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but if they buried was... him behind the tree, then wouldn't that mean that they moved to the treehouse before their didn't... parents died? I don't think they said I think the it was tree. A different... I'm pretty I, sure I, they didn't I think didn't it was a different tree. Well, yeah, they just said the. They cuts him off when he says the. Yeah, but, they, they never, yeah. They never uh, specified where they buried him, but I mean... Mm. I'm pretty sure that checks out, like, that that he did. Because I the, something that was, about, not to go into a dad's dungeon tangent, but I when I first <laughs> watched it, I thought Joshua, like, when he was talking, like, oh, I put a big monster in here and it grabbed him, I thought we were about to see his, like, dead body in there. Like, I, oh my but, god, um, that's scary. He, uh, he was coughing in those messages, and, the, and Finn and Jake were babies, so I assume he died of some illness uh, really, really mm. early on. But anyway, this is a BMO say, thing. Um... This is a BMO thing. <laughs> oh, wait, no. This is still not BMO. <laughs> I mean, well, it is. If it's uh, relevant. Tangent, like, but, if it's relevant, um, yeah. I was gonna say that, like, maybe it could have been that uh, Joshua was supposed to die there, but they didn't fix the continuity because we're just finding out now that they're having problems with that, so. <laughs> we blame I the hope not. Time. I mean, like. I'm kidding. Yeah, but no, no. I'm pretty sure Joshua and Margaret might have just died of old age. Yeah, I, I think mean, they did. Based too. on what they were doing and how they handled Seems like it, yeah how they handled the alien in uh joshua margaret investigations like they probably died just like someone sent them a little ticket and it was like there's a monster in my backyard and they just went and got eaten or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was very adventure time uh what's next tipsy we need to be reined back in Okay, I'm going to ram you back into this discussion. What were your impressions of the new deuteragonist Y4, a.k.a. Y5? I love her. She's my child. Oh. I kind of felt the same her. way. I don't know. I, I think, you know, Adventure Time, as usual, is really good at just, like, being like, here's a new character you've never seen, and then, like, ten minutes later, you love them. And so they're really here's a new character you've never seen, but they feel so natural and, like, belonging in this world. I really like how Adventure Time does that. Yeah, I've known Wi-Fi for like ten minutes, but yeah. I will. But if anything happened to her, <laughs> yeah, I'd kill exactly. everyone in the room and then myself. Have, uh, <laughs> yes. I think her voice actress is really good. I, I like her character, and yeah. Yes. But... So me and Chan were discussing. We were um, going through the Reddit AMA together when it was live, um, and we were like, <laughs> "Oh man, what do we ask?" Yes, we were. I'm like, "Oh man, what what do we ask? What do we ask?" Y5's voice actress. What do we? Oh my god, I don't know because 
Y5's character is already so clean and cut. Like, there's nothing you can um, really ask about the character except for like praising how well she did it. Because I feel like um, she's very solid. Like, she is just a character and there's no, like, um, she has no, like, darkness with her, uh, well, edginess. She has no edginess, so she's just clean cut and she's a good character and everything balances out with her. I really, and she probably really eventually like became the ruler of the Drift, or mayor, whatever you want the to call mayor. it. The mayor. She eventually became a mad overlord. Oh, oh god. Do you guys think? That Y6 uh, and Y5 actually <laughs> will meet up someday. I'm wondering if in the other specials, like, I, I don't know if they'll do this, but I'm wondering if they'll ever have like two minutes for a quick like montage, like come along with me, ask sort of like little peek, and maybe Bimo would go back and visit or something. I think that'd be cute. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I don't know, like, I, I'd love to see, you know, what Y5 and the Drift are like in the actual, like, modern times of, of the show, you know, like, not flashback, but, like, during or after the time mm -hmm. of the finale and last season and stuff, but, like, in order, like, there has to be a pretty good reason for them to show up in any way, and I feel like in order for Bimo to, like, go back there, he'd have to remember that they exist, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't. No, I don't think that's... I don't think Bimo even remembers Finn and Jake existed by the end of the, um... <gasps> he remembered finale. Jake, so... Is the you know. reason Bimo doesn't remember Finn's names yeah. because he deleted the file? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> That's just the answer to everything. Those writers, yeah. man, are they torture no, me? I didn't mean in a thousand years way in the future. I mean, in the modern time of whatever. What'd you oh, say? Sorry, Chibi. What were you saying to? Well, you were saying you know, Bimo probably doesn't even remember Finn and Jake in the future, and I'm like, yeah, but I was talking about you know the not the thousand years in the future, but like oh, the yeah. modern times of. Yeah. Show, you know. Bimo, Bimo would go on like holiday for one day and then forget about Finn and Jake. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like the writers torture me. It's in the funniest way possible. Is they like the implication that Bimo just forgets Finn is depressing and sad. But they probably just did it because they're like, oh, that'd be funny. Make him call him Phil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I feel like a majority of things in Adventure Time are just them being like, that would be funny. Even though it's like a huge like lore thing. Yeah, like, like it's you know, so like even, even Martin being in this episode, it's like, why not just put him in there? That'd be funny. We could we could get him back. Yeah. Like not hey. not because they had to, just because they like, you know, why not? It would make a little sense. Hey, you cool know to the, see what he was up to. You know how uh, we were going to do, uh, they probably went into the writer's room at the end of season five and went, you know how we were originally planning to have um, Finn's parents be locked up in the Citadel back in season four? Um, what if we did that, but his dad was actually just a massive tool and mm -hmm. a complete oh bastard and ripped his arm off and then, or the fan, and then it was really funny. Listen, Adventure Time exactly. crew loves daddy issues. <laughs> Even Y five had daddy issues. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, no, she more had mommy more issues. Parents issues, but yeah. yeah. It was so funny oh my god, hearing Tom I... Kenny again. Just like I will, oh my god, Chan, I was gonna say the same thing. Well, because <laughs> we were talking about Y 5s parents, but like Tom Kenny had like two roles in that episode, right? He plays yeah. the um, octopus guy who looks mm -hmm. after the the. The, the, lards. Lards, the, lards. the lards, yeah. And he plays as the dad, I think. 
Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy to me how they're like, we need to have you in the show. I know Ice King isn't here. I know Simon isn't here, but you need to voice act for us. And he's I like, still, okay. <laughs> I still have hopes that Simon or depends on the timeline, obviously, but I have hopes that Simon or Ice King will be in the Wizard City episode. Maybe. Please. Like, it's just weird because like, I guess because it makes sense that if he had like a minor role that they wouldn't put him on the front cover like they because he's not obviously in the promo art. I was like, I think people would be mad if they put him in the promo art and he had a minor role. So I'm hoping he just has a minor role. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it like he would be a pleasant surprise. I feel like he would. I feel like that's one of those things that they must know that they can't disappoint people about it. Like even if he's in it a little bit, I think he'll end up in it somewhere. Whether he's Ice King or Simon, I don't I know. I hope he shows or up. Gunther. I, I, I can't see them not putting in him in this at all. I started freaking out that all of the episodes would be flashbacks because I was like, I kind of like that, but I also don't like that. But then I'm pretty I'm pretty convinced now that the last episode at least is not a flashback and it's post finale mm-hmm. because um, they ever since they updated the art for like Y 5s shirt to be the right color and they seem to like really hone in on like the 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 clothes they're wearing like Marceline's outfit and everything Finn has that new arm so I'm I'm just guessing that it's after the finale because of that so I'm excited. What was uh, the third episode again? Was it Peppermint Butter? Yeah, Wizard City. Yeah. Well, there's no way the Pepbot one is a flashback because they say like relearning magic in the synopsis. Yeah, if like... you reread the synopsis though, with the with the like thing in your brain, like oh, this might be a prequel. It actually does sound like a prequel, where it's like he goes to school for magic and like some stuff happens. Nothing about it says relearns. Um, I thought it said relearns. Was it also. relearn? No, yeah, it does. I'm gonna check. Maybe right they sure. changed it. And it also oh. says, you know, like, because of his dark past, which, you know, we have don't know a lot about, but we've seen him do dark mm. magic in the show, and then he got his memory wiped, and now he has a past of that. Is that person in the promo art Abracadaniel or the same species of someone? The very phallic-looking species of wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember for like a long time, like the AT Wiki classified Ice King's race as wizard. Really? Yes. Oh my god. I mean, technically, yeah, he can't be um, human because he's imbued with magic that keeps him alive. I'm reading one of the old yeah. articles and it does say Peppermint Butler starting over at the beginning is just another inexperienced wizard student. Um, so I guess that does mean it's not a flashback, I guess. Provided the article is accurate and not entirely inaccurate, like those two promo arts that we looked at that look completely different for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it looks like the new one is like, okay, we've already made mo- like the old one was more of a concept art thing, and then they've made the episodes since then. So yeah. like, the new one seems more accurate. I'm just surprised why they had to redraw the whole thing. I'm like, if you were going to redraw the whole thing, why not make an entirely new poster? But that's just me. Yeah. So, Crown, you've been rather quiet. I was looking to ask, what are your thoughts on the characters, and in particular on um, the utility of Y5, the new Deuteragonist character? Um, I like all the characters. I particularly like Hugo, even though he's not in it that much. I feel like they give him a lot of character, even though he's like, mainly even just like his voice, I think is really, really good. He was really like, funny. he seems really smarmy and jerkish, even though he's only... He has very few lines. I really liked him. Can we talk about but, um, Hugo? Yeah. Just like, what? I want to what talk are your about thoughts Hugo. on Hugo? I think it was interesting how 
at, you know, when he was introduced, he seemed like, you know, because I mean, when, when you see all the, the Hugo mats and his name plastered everywhere, he seems like obviously is going to be the villain. But then you meet him and he seems like pretty chill, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same the way. At the end. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Oh, Can yeah. we talk about that flashback, though? Well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I want to make sure we discuss like what the implications of Hugo are. Is that what you're about to say, Dom? No, I was just gonna make note of the water park prank artist. I was so happy to see that. I thought that uh, was so funny. We'll talk about the um, water park prank section in a minute. So what are the um, implications of of Hugo, did you say? Yeah, well, I was just saying, like, to get the timeline right, so he he came from Earth and then literally... So he came from Earth. I'm guessing, like, as a lesser competitor compared to Mo, because yeah, like um, an off-brand Mo. Yeah, an off-brand Mo. And then he went to space, and then um. So here's what I didn't understand: Tree Trunks is um. If Tree Trunks is like uh alien boyfriends, that's what they were, right? Yeah, those were the gray aliens. The gray aliens were the boyfriend of Tree Trunks. If they all coughed and died that one time. How did they live to see tree trunks in the present? I assume well, it's just the, the same race. Yeah, no, they yeah. didn't all die, but I think perhaps it did introduce sort of a disease or something like that that was causing mm-hmm. a lot of them to die, and that's why they needed to make hybrid babies, which is why they went to visit tree trunks so that they could keep their species alive in some way. Ooh. That episode is a fever dream to me, man. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like. I don't know if if someone's ever like, oh, I've never, I don't like Adventure Time. It's too weird. If they like cited that episode, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, High Strangers is one of my favorites, though. No, I don't I mean to, yeah. it's, it's, it's a funny episode. But like, if someone was like, that's too weird, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it's Hugo, not, like, yeah. I I think he needed to be like, he, what what did they say? Bio. He needed to turn. Yeah, he, he needed to yeah. biohack himself to be like the aliens and then they became the elf hybrid yeah uh, um, yeah so to benefit himself he like killed all of them so i guess that was just sort of yeah. an introduction to how he is and but uh now did we ever figure out what benefit that gave him i think it's just because he longevity. can't be in that's what it was oh, sorry what tipsy it was longevity because he was a normal human and he'd have died in like mm. 30 years but he that's true. but the reason that's stated in the show is that he benefited from the longevity of the elves and i don't think he did it himself either i think they did it to him at his request yeah I, that's what i was about to say it seems like they were offering to do it but no, like um so it was what happened still dangerous in the, for them yeah what happened in the flashback is they were like they they like offered they presented the option to him and like oh yeah you can do this but we highly recommend against it because it's dangerous to biohack you and he was like i'm gonna do it anyway it and seems then... like that's what he does is he tries to make other people like he tries to victimize or at least he's just like well this is your choice so like it's not yep. my fault sort of thing yep. um but i have to bring something up on the topic of this guy because i still haven't pieced this together is like exactly what olive is about like yeah i think i was gonna say that too because I, I saw somebody on twitter like saying that same thing like I, like they like the, the whole episode but that thing at the end doesn't make any sense <laughs> like, oh yeah olive seemed to like when they scanned uh bemo and like saw the heart they were like <gasps> like they something they were like this is what i've been looking for and then like sorry my phone's vibrating i don't know how loud that was 
But then, like, at the end, like, Olive seemed to go back to Hugo, and I think Adam Muto was, actually answered that, and, like, was, like, that was Olive being, like, I, like, I know you're not a bad dude, but I'm, like, what? (laughs) Like, what? I don't... So, I think what happened is, um, Olive did save, um, all of them, right? By, like, putting them under a beam. And yes, yeah, them. like what we know from the episode is that Olive is like a drone that was hey. made by the Drift people, like, that like the, the the Drift is the source of those drones, but most of them were old and dead, and Olive is like the only one remaining, and I think maybe even was the only one remaining back when Hugo and friends arrived, mm-hmm. and like they were basically gonna die, but Olive found them and saved them, and then... And then I think what happened is when Olive brought them to the Drift, um... Hugo was still already, kept being an asshole. The drift was already on the verge of collapse when um, yeah. Olive brought. So it's possible that he thought that Hugo's gang would help the drift, and then he saw Bemo and thought that Bemo might be able to help the drift. But yeah, yeah. if you look at the end of the that's episode, what I'm that's now not. Too, that's what I'm, I'm trying to remember. It. I'm trying to remember how did Olive get to like really far away in space to like you know, to Earth, basically, didn't, you know, between Earth and Mars, which is where Bemo encountered Olive. And it didn't can do that itself. Junk, didn't off-brand Junkyard Bemo say what happened? Uh, like, Seagull... Yeah, um, Olive yeah. was turned, like, Olive turned itself off, and then didn't, did Bemo bump into it at the beginning of the episode? And then it, it turned on? I believe so. Don't yeah, remember. we should have done a rewatch <laughs> before this. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But basically, I think um, Olive had expectations from Hugo that Hugo didn't meet. And like, that's why you see Hugo being weird around Olive. Like when Hugo first saw Bimo and held him up, Olive uh, floated next to Hugo and Hugo was just like, oh, um, and then awkwardly walks away with Bimo. Um, I think it's because he's embarrassed whenever he's around Olive for some reason, because I don't know. Olive was expecting stuff from Hugo, and that's why at the ending, um, Hugo does that spiel where he's like, he still think I'm a bad guy. Uh, yeah, it just Olive confuses doesn't. me why Olive still like, like why Olive is so attached to Hugo. Like, what is the 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 string connecting the two there? I just think it's because like, he saved it's, him. It's cute, but. It's not. It doesn't read well. Like I, I think that <laughs> it's cute, th- but give us the lore. That's another reason I think some things might have been cut or changed around. Like it would imply that Olive is a bot that Hugo made if it was going to just be attached to him in that no, way. That's definitely not it. Yeah, but that's not um, the route they went with. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, that's what happened in the ending. So that scene in the ending confused me. Um, like, why would the robot suddenly want to hang around Hugo and want him to not die, for example? Uh, like, that other elf was blasted into space and he died, and that was hilarious, so... Well, actually, I was I was going to mention earlier, maybe one of the benefits they got from biohacking was not dying in space, because when they cut to him, like, he wasn't dead, he was just, like, upset. Well, Bemo, <laughs> yeah. you single-handedly saved everybody in the space station! And it's just him floating <laughs> to his death. I don't know. That sounds like something funny in the first half of the episode, Tipsy. Ah, there we go. Um, so they didn't want to leave him on like a miserable note and just have the episode end with. The... They wanted to make it bittersweet oh, or something. 
doesn't work very well, yeah, but okay. there you go. It doesn't work yeah. super well. Because when I first watched it, like what that ending implied to me is that they would come back. But now, like then it's immediately a flashback, and I'm like, okay, they probably they probably won't. But like that's like a sort of ambiguous ending that reads to me like they'll return, but they probably will not. Dom, do you remember <laughs> what Adam said about? Adam said something about like how the episodes would like chronologically. They, yeah, fit. that's what I was thinking too. He said they have like they'll have some continuity. Like, what does that mean? I have no idea how that could possibly be a thing. Because <laughs> I know than, like... um, a lot of the board artists and stuff that I follow on Twitter. I've I remember seeing like a lot of drawings of Y five and Olive, and it's like, would they draw them so much if they're only in this one episode? Like, I, I don't know. So like, I have this vague assumption that maybe some of this stuff will come back but, well yeah okay uh, so at the end of bimo hugo and olive were like you know dri drifting through space together it is not impossible that they would end up in ooh on earth and like show up in the other specials it's it's funny because i'm just like eh, I, i'm not like that into the idea i'm like i'm, I'm fine with them not it, yeah me them. neither really like i want the other ones to focus on the characters they're about because I want to see them again. I don't I mean. necessarily want them to get sidetracked about Hugo, but also I'm open to it. If they do it well, maybe it could be good. All the episodes are going to be about space, right? I thought so I don't, in the beginning. Yeah, I thought so, but, but now I, it doesn't seem like it, right? I mean, the third episode is literally in Wizard City, so that's a no. Are you sure right? that, yeah, that are you sure Obsidian's about space? I know PB was in like an astronaut costume at the start, but that might have been a leftover as well, so... Well, the original mm -hmm. art had the Glass Kingdom in the background, and it looked like it was in space, so... Um, Maybe also, it's by just the way, a red I, herring. By the way, I just because just I said I would do it like a minute ago, I, I looked back in the episode to all of his first appearance. Um, like she's like deactivated and floating in space, and then she gets bumped by one of Bimo's potatoes, and then she perks up and was like, "Oh, hello, who's there?" And sees Bimo and's like, "Okay, cool. There's a Bimo over there." It was a potato the whole time. Could be. I, in terms of the next episode, though, I, I'm wondering if that one will be a prequel because I'm like, maybe it's like, because there's all this history that Marceline and Phoebe have that we always hear about and never saw. So I'm wondering if that's what it's going to be. I hope so. I really hope so. <sighs> I don't Do you know. Hope like, so? I feel like a lot of people don't want that. I'm hoping so much that it's not a prequel because it being a prequel is like that that would be an excuse they could have for not like having PB and Marcy explicitly be in a romantic relationship. No, I feel that too. I, I, I think it's I, just got flashbacks. To... It's not a prequel. It's just got flashbacks inside of it. Um, in a future episode, like like varmints. Um, like as long as it as long as it has like flashbacks would be good, finales. but like yeah. there has to be something of post finale bubbling. Like well, I there's just, a there just has to be. The, the thing that Dom just linked, actually, is, uh, what did he say? Uh, Adam said, I'm not really a super fan of prequels unless they take place hundreds of years or thousands of years apart, but using BMO specifically made sense. Um, uh, so it sounds like he doesn't want, like, he didn't want prequels except for the BMO one by that, in my opinion, so... Yeah. Like in general, in my opinion, it's 
pretty unlikely that any of the other episodes are going to be prequels. And as we discussed, especially Together Again probably won't be. However, if another one was going to be, I would want it to be that one. Because as we've talked about before, it'd be great to see an episode about young Finn and Jake. I'm really hoping Together Again... I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not a prequel, but I think flashbacks would serve it really well. Because as the series went on, I was like, how have you not done flashback episodes? Like, I want to be destroyed by the fact that, like, they lost their parents dealing with the, that, and then, like, maybe Finn and Jake uh, kind of drifted apart a bit when Jake got all scummy and robbery. <laughs> robbery. But I always, and I always headcanon that, like, Finn was the reason why Jake stopped doing all that stuff. Like, maybe Finn was that or maybe finn was trying to emulate jake and he was getting hurt and jake's like like you shouldn't do this stuff and finn's like well you do it and then it's just like final stop if you stop yeah finn punches an old woman and steals her candy and then jake's like enough is enough i'm leaving the gang (laughs) (laughs) um but Um, anyway bemo discussion yeah um (laughs) Uh, quick tangent on Hugo, but I love when that <laughs> I love when that elf dies in space. I mean, he's not dead, but he's just drifting angrily. Ah, uh, <laughs> golden scene, beautiful. You single-handedly saved everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there were a bunch of hilarious quotes in the um in the episode. I I wrote, I wrote a bunch of them down. One of my favourite characters yes. was um um Y Five's mother. What was her name? Uh, I have no idea. KS two. KS two. Yeah. I thought she was quite interesting. Now I I I wasn't a massive fan of Y Five or how she was handled. Um, I wasn't a fan of. That she seemed to be like a very normal character, like a very normal protagonist mm-hmm. character in this amazing adventure time world. And whilst that's fun, if they're like if the normal person is like Hugo, in that they're really funny because of how normal they are compared to Bimo, I didn't find Y five that funny. Um, there was some parts where there was some funny jokes, like when she says, "Hmm, I wonder if if I chose a name for myself." Because her name is Y4. And then she names herself Y5. And that's just very... That's just very adventure time. <laughs> it's so good. You know what? Can so I say good. that that joke would have landed better if we didn't already know that her name was Y5 because of the promo stuff? Yeah. I didn't remember, <laughs> so the joke landed great. Yeah. Um, it just gave me confusion because, like, I had subtitles on the whole time. And so the subtitle said Y4, and I was like, him, I'm about to tweet about this. They, they misspelled her name. And then she actually <laughs> says... Why for verbally? And I'm like, what? Am I wrong? What? Um, I I see what you mean by that for sure. But I did enjoy like, I don't know this this character that's clearly like, I mean, her parents are like kind of abusive, and then like Bimo sort of shows up and shows her that she can be more than just like her parents' weird errand monkey. And it was it was it was fun to see this sort of normal-esque character with Bimo like over the top like I think they worked really well together and I think that was one of the reasons why her being so normal worked for me um what is that is that a oh god (laughs) (laughs) first uh no what the heck is that 
<laughs> it's it's cake. This is it's the barbecue. Now we've got a, now I've got a Shannis in a podcast. On the topic yes. of uh, Wi Fi's parents, like obviously, like I'm not expecting like that much with like this topic, but like it always bugs me in media when like because the mom the whole time was like pretty like emotionally oh, abusive bitch. to her. And she was really, like, you know, she did not care. And then, like, I know, it's just, like, a self-contained story. But by the end, she was like, you were right. I really do love you. Why? Yeah. Five. And I'm like, can you just make... Uh, <laughs> can you... I, like, I Adventure Time gets a pass because Martin sucked the whole way. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I wish I wish it wasn't such a turn. Like, Yeah, like, like a... at least be, like, still, like, you know, like, make it how real-life abusive parents are. When sometimes they do realize they're shitty. They don't go all the way, you know? Like, it's I like, think... um... Sorry, Sorry go continue. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, whenever, like, parents, uh, like, sh- whenever shitty parents IRL um, apologize, it's usually, like, a terrible apology. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Y5. Um, we just thought you were, uh, uh, well, hmm. Oh yeah, no. It it would it would go something like I'm so sorry, Wi Fi. Usually, you're just so unreliable. Something like that. It's yeah. not a real apology. Yeah. And I wish it would have. It could have been done like that because it's more realistic. Really wanted like even this might not might be like not the most realistic thing. But if they wanted to make it subtle, they could have the mom sort of like clearly not wanting to admit she was wrong. But she she could she could make an excuse. But then at the end, she could maybe like call her Wi Fi to show that like she's at least. Sort trying of, to change yeah you know yeah like it's like the the thing that happened actually affected her like so she called her by her preferred name which is mm. which would have been good but whatever it's just a nitpicky thing for me i think it's because they wanted oh sorry tulip you go first uh one of the things that i had written down was that like yeah they like i it didn't occur to me that you know the their turnaround was like too quick but i will say it, they didn't like one of the things I wrote down was that they didn't deserve to be forgiven at the end, which I mean they didn't really go into it, but I kind of got the impression that Y five did forgive them and wanted to work together with everyone mm-hmm. to rebuild the drift, including them. And like, yeah, talking about it, you know, you talking about all this now makes me think like it would definitely would have been handled. It would have been better if they handled it how you were saying, mm-hmm. where they sort yeah, of had an arc I... of of trying, to, you know, maybe realizing that they were wrong instead of just. I absolutely, absolutely agree that this was handled in a weird way. I actually wrote down, it was one of the first things I wrote when watching it earlier, an entire paragraph where I said, something bothering me about this episode, um, Adventure Time's resolutions for bad parents is usually that they don't change very much and at best the kids make peace with their situation or stand up against their family. Y5 and her parents full on have a change of heart, which seems more like something you'd find in the CB universe. I'm not arguing that she should have stayed in a hey. position forever, but it doesn't feel that natural that a mother suddenly apologised for everything. There's usually a but stapled on the end for that additional dark mm-hmm. humour. Exactly. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I yeah. really if think If I didn't it's... get sidetracked talking about Hugo, I was absolutely going to bring this up. Like that's, <laughs> This is probably the one thing that like I know for a fact I don't really like that much about the episode is that like Y5 could have been built up better sort mm-hmm. of like you know they're they're trying to do something with her but mm-hmm. it's kind of all very like she's fun but it's all kind of very yeah generic. it sort of compounds mm-hmm. the I fact will, that um... she's a bit of a plain character as well and she doesn't mesh really well with 
Beemo. I, I might be alone in this, but I don't think she mesh meshes very well with Beemo. He's not as funny when he's talking to her. Ooh, I see. Well, um, well, before I, before I talk about Y five, I will say that um, I think this is very cheap. Like, I'm not trying to excuse the crew, but I think it's because like they did decide that they didn't want anything to end badly. Um, because with Martin being a shit and with him still being shitty forever and not and having a shitty resolution, I mean, in a good way because parents are shitty. Um. Uh. It makes sense because it's like a series, like they can they can talk about him again next time. But for this, I feel like they were like, I don't want to, we don't want to revisit Y5's parents again. So we need to make the audience feel like they have things resolved. And so that's what they did, which is we want a happy ending for everyone, including Hugo. So it would make sense for the parents to have a happy ending as well, where Y5 doesn't hate them anymore. I think it's a cheap cop out. I think they could have done it better. Yeah. Like I said, like they could have still done that, but made it like less. Mm. Exactly, like we've been saying, they could have had them, you know, maybe take a step towards, you know, the right direction, yeah. but not all the way there. And Y five could have said something like, "Well, I don't really forgive you yet, but we can work our way towards it." Yes, even Y five just saying that, like, um, if they were going the route of the parent absolutely going. Oh, we're so sorry, Wi-Fi. We just wanted to like uh, live in a better place with you. And then Wi-Fi could have been like uneasy about that, been like, "You've done a lot of damage, but we're gonna work together, right?" And then one yeah. of the lines that made me roll my eyes was like how fast the mom changed. It was like I th I don't remember what she saw, but she she was like y5 or y4 was right and then the dad was like i've never heard you say that and i'm like Ugh. it's, it's <laughs> when um, everything started collapsing after um after she gave the usb cable back to yeah. mr m exactly she was so clearly against believing that hugo mm. was bad and then the second something goes wrong she's like y4 was right i'm like no you would make excuses to the end of yeah time. exactly she would be like there's no way this is connected to Hugo. she'd it probably blame that else. on y4 somehow like y4 is <laughs> breaking down the drift again yes that would be so much more in character for her um, um, I don't know if this is a fair way to look at the episode. I try not to think this way, especially with Adventure Time, but sometimes I try to step back and I'm like, well, if they're writing this, because I don't think Adventure Time writes like, oh, we're going to write for kids. Like, But I'm like, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm a 25-year-old being like, well, they weren't subtle enough with the relationship stuff. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe they're trying to... I don't know. I don't think that's a good excuse, though, being like, oh, they're trying to make it more obvious for, like, a younger audience. Because I, cause I don't I don't like the, the idea that the younger audience should be, like, sheltered from the fact that parents can be crappy, which is why yeah. I like And it's like they, ne so they never did it before, either. Like, er like we're saying, all the other arcs weren't like that. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I wonder if that was kind of part, part of, like, the fact that there was so many new people. But I don't know. Adam, Adam was on it, and you'd think if he had a big problem with it, he'd be like, nah. But yeah. whatever. I will say I still like um I still like Y five because I feel like she did her purpose well, but you guys are right. I think they could have fleshed her out more. Um as her own character rather than just be most sidekick. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she didn't work very well with BMO and she wasn't a very strong character by herself. They had the inklings of like um a potential character with her being a science nerd, but nothing there was nothing biting about her, nothing captivating about her, and 
fact she wasn't that funny didn't help either so i i think like i said earlier like i i had like kind of a different opinion i see what you mean but like mm. the fact that she's there it's kind of like to give an example of like maybe the office like the gym type of character where it's like we have a character that's like sort of normal and then this character that's super over the top having that normal character there to like question what bemo's doing makes what bemo's doing like that much more like whoa like someone's here like being like wow this isn't okay you shouldn't be doing this and it makes bemo's thing like kind of more over the top and funny when you have someone there for reference i guess if that makes any mm. sense mm -hmm. yeah that's why i think she did serve her purpose um but i'm yeah tipsy's making me think like oh could they have written her a little bit better than her like sidekick character um i mean no absolutely i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. anything could have been better but you know i i didn't dislike life live at all yeah the only issue with my line of thinking is that you can go down the rabbit hole of internally making that criticism haha <laughs> rabbit because <laughs> can yeah. i talk about a small continuity <laughs> mistake that bothered me a little yeah so like you know the the map of the drift that was on mr m's hard drive um that Y5 had downloaded onto BMO and also onto Olive at one point, I think. Like, anywhere, like that's where the MacGuffin was. Like, when, when she confronted Hugo in front of everyone, it was BMO who was projecting it big. But then after Hugo left, um, Y5 had the map just in her watch and she just projected it from there. I don't know how she got it into her little watch. I didn't even notice that. What I d don't know is why the hard drive was in the in the Hugo map machines. Oh my god, that's so... Yeah, I felt the same way. Like, it would have made sense if, like, I don't know, they, ooh, hacked it and got some information because it's connected to, like, the big brain of... Uh, the big, um... Uh, what whatchamacallit? Big server of Hugo. And that's how they got the data. But no, they didn't hack it. They ordered a USB on it. And I'm... Uh, so lazy it's so lazy yeah, it's really it's really nitpicky but that whole scene where like um when y5 goes into um the martin's room and, and like she very slowly figures out what's going on it's like the moment that map showed up i knew what was going on it takes like a minute for her to figure it out it's like it, it's very easy to read they didn't have to have her like be like wait a second bemo took the thing that was the thing making yeah, the power it's... work oh yeah, no like it I, I knew that it could have been rerouted to bemo I think that's another case of just, like, they know they have a lot of younger viewers and they want to make sure they understand. Yeah, probably. Um, I just found Because I feel the same way. Like, I'm never a fan when they're, like, something's really obvious and the character's like, whoa, hello, audience, this is what's happening. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, I think that's, that's like, a classic rule of show well, don't tell. I, I think it was definitely important to show Bimo taking the gem and then the the place dying the jungle like pod dying Ooh, but i think i like that part a lot yeah no but but i think like m maybe to your point that they could have sort of just condensed to the scene where wi-fi was looking at the map to just that her seeing that happen and then that's how that's how it gets across to the audience so. that would have went really well actually if they like cut between the scenes like wi-fi realizes what's happening and then bemo has like like you see like the things dying and then you kind of figure it out from there I love mm -hmm. the jungle yeah. pod thing. That was that was a good, good, cool area. Like, you, you guys know I love the jungle pod area. Oh my god. Well, yeah, that, that so scene beautiful. with Bemo, you know, kaplooing. <laughs> that's a word. Like, I love the callback to, like, the, I guess, different colors of Bemo from, 
from the previous episode. Um, I love the callback to, like, Finn losing his arm. Like, that whole scene was, like, very deliberately uh, framed similar to that. I didn't even notice that, but you're right. I have one of my favorite lines from the the special was, like, I I don't even remember exactly, but one of BMO's, like, colors was, like, well, now your only job is being dead. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Where he's like, it's my job to save the drift. He's like, well, did, our, did anyone else find it a dead. little bit odd that, like, those two bugs dragged all of BMO's parts, like, out of the jungle pod off How did they... Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought of that was weird on my second watch, but... Well, they said, oh. didn't they say they got it through, like, a vent or something? I'm pretty sure they deliberately said how they Yeah, did. and they're two tiny bugs, yeah, so it well, doesn't make sense. But, um, I, I really want... Literally a thunderstorm. This scene was absolutely amazing. Um, I watched it like a couple of hours ago. So um, the scene where he removes the Genesis crystal from the center of the jungle and then the plants all die, but they come back to life and then die immediately and come back to life. That was was chilling. Chilling repetition. (laughs) Oh, and then the sound effects they had together with it. There was like this ungodly screaming from the plants. It was so good. Awesome. Yeah. It was like... That was probably, like, my favorite scene of the special. It's not- I'm not sure if it's obvious, but in- I'm, Haha, I'm plugging myself in. You you don't need to add this to your video. But, um, <laughs> uh, in that drawing I made, I'm not sure if it's obvious, let me get it, but... Like, the plants outside are, like, vibrant and colorful, but as you go inside, it gets more and more, um, gray. Because that's the color of like the dying plants, and I really oh like I didn't that. notice that I'm stupid yeah and I specifically <laughs> chose like the monstrous plants for the inside layer like the one that looks like mouth with like sharp teeth ah oh, I really love that I really love that area it's just so good I think your drawing looks really good as well um, thank you they did something similar when Bimo quote unquote died he um. He envisioned himself shattering, then he was put back together, and then he shattered again. And it was like yeah. this horrible brain death scene. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god. That just made the episode for me. That just made it worth watching that 40 minutes, even through a sloppy bath. Bimo always bounces back. And then Bimo's dead. His job is now to be dead. The only thing is that we knew Bimo would be fine because we've seen him 1,000 years in the future and he was fine. So he'd only yep. not be fine if this took place a 1,000 years in the future, which wasn't outside the realm of possibility when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing. At the time, I, I was like, this is, a, this is a sequel or it's after finale, so I really didn't know. I just knew he wouldn't die because he's the main character. Well, yeah, I wasn't like... Oh my <laughs> That's it. <Yeah. laughs> I was chilled, though, because just the way they made the visuals in that part and the sound design was just... Mwah, perfect. Uh, I my, my brain immediately perked up when he first fell into the junkyard place and... And the the bot was singing that like a like a he said like good night Seattle and Bimo's like I yeah. know this song I was like oh, lor 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that they was were the singing Fraser opening theme I yeah think. it's the Fraser opening theme and like I just love the like like the continuity that they do sing TV show openings like Cheers and there was another one which one was it There's Cheers Fraser and something else. Uh, Mr. Belvedere. 
Is that it? I don't know what I'm that is. I'm trying to yeah. remember <laughs> when they sung the Mr. Belvedere theme, and I cannot remember, but I'm sure it, it must States. have happened. Uh, that... But in Adventure Time fashion... Oh, sorry. Were you... Were you still speaking? No, carry on. I'm sorry. I thought you were done with your thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. I actually can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Perfect. Neither can I. Oh, wait. God damn. I remember. Okay. I remember. No, in Adventure Time fashion, I always, like, prepare myself for the episode to not, like, move, like, give any lore or move the plot. I always prepare myself mentally for it to just to be a silly one-shot. So whenever they do throw yeah. lore in, I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> me too that's what made the episode for me is like i was like oh it's a bemo thing so it'll be like cute and then like not only did it have amazing visuals and aliens and stuff but it had lore to it so i was like okay this is not what i was expecting even in the slightest and yeah. that made me love it i'm not sure if you guys know uh the youtuber but the person who voiced uh seago was simone uh Gertz? I don't know how to say her last name, but I love her content. Basically, she builds, like, shitty robots, and that's why she was casted as a shitty robot, and that's- I love that. Yeah, no, I, I'd never I heard of her before, but I saw afterwards, and I was like, oh, that's great. I saw her reaction video of her being like- Yes! <laughs> I saw it too. It's so cute. <laughs> Just as a heads up, I have about 20 minutes left, yeah. so I don't know. We'll wrap up soon, because this video is now going to be an hour and a half long. Amazing. Nice. Um, I thought it was... <laughs> you You're going to have to edit a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, but I'm not going to have to edit that much because you didn't really make that many noises that I need to cut out. So, um, what I wanted to talk before the end of the episode was the most important part of the episode. Um, the David Ferguson cameo. How would you like it if they did water prank... If they animated the rest of the Adventure Time specials in the water park prank art style? Just the um. fact... That you're suggesting this, like, I know it won't happen, but the fact that you suggested it and the idea now exists in the universe makes me think that somehow, somewhere, this will happen, and for that, I will be <laughs> Yeah, I have to go. I have to go. Um, I'm, I need to leave. Goodbye. Tipsy, we're not friends anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, um, the dog, no, no. dog, imagine bubbling episode, and they kiss, and it's... <laughs> Imagine if the whole episode was in normal adventure time, but then they're about to kiss and it just <laughs> shifts to the other style for just the kiss. Like any I'm so upset. Imagine Finn and any... Jake reuniting and the moment they hold hands they turn into that art style. What do you think, Chan? <laughs> what if that's real, just I think, I think that art style worked a lot better in BMO as a flashback prank. Like, yes i agree but i was still like eh, get it away <laughs> no I, I like i i laughed you know when i saw it because i was like they they have to know right like they have to mm -hmm. know how people are gonna you know how people felt about that and so to this to be the one that they bring back like they definitely know the dvd didn't even have water park prank on it what seriously I'm oh my pretty god sure that, the, that that season that that wasn't um, on it. <laughs> what do you think, well, Crown? I only ever watched... I watched Water Park Prank, like, once when it first came out. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't, like, remember it, but um, I'm notoriously a fan of bad art styles. So, like, <laughs> I don't remember that episode at all, so I don't, like... But I don't remember hating that. Uh, My... But particularly... You're wrong. Like Tulip was saying in this episode, having it be the flashback, like, 
it fits that really well to me. Like, I thought it looked good. Like, I didn't think that that was... I thought it was very funny because I was aware everybody else was going to be so pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. But I think it fit really well, and I think it looked really cool. Yeah, like, no. There was nothing unappealing about that style there to me. I agree. Um, I don't like the original art style, but it being a flashback, I didn't hate it. I was like, wow, finally, this art style works. And, oh my god, they showed how the creator in the Earth was created. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like yeah, it was like a uh, like a man-made electrical thing. Yeah. Right? Well, because like for a while we thought that it was probably the mushroom war, right? But then we sort of we saw the mushroom saw war. The, the... I thought it was yeah. the comet. See I, the mushroom bomb. I thought it was the yeah. Comet. I know. I was convinced it was the comet, <laughs> but no, it was but just some new not... thing. More lore. Look, more lore. It's just gonna be lore. yeah. No, I mean it. Add that to the six hundred sixty-five page. It's just going to be some fucking experiment that Princess Bubblegum did 500 years ago that went horribly wrong. Yeah, didn't it flash pink for a second? I was joking, but I'm terrified terrified now that that might be the case. Do you think... I I always, like, took that as it happened while the humans were still around, just, like, during the Mushroom War. Yeah, no, it definitely... It was involved... Like, the the Mushroom War was involved with it in some some way, I think. Like, it was probably an experimental weapon. I don't know. No, it'd be wild if that area of the world got so overtaken by the goo zombies that they just had to, like, make a weapon to kill them, but it was, like, way more powerful than they anticipated or something. Ooh, that's scary. I like that. Because, like, why else would they blow up the Earth like that? The crater will be filled with Jake's expanding body. I... I think that that comic is the, the, the biggest brain thing that anyone's ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Like, to make me like a comic where Jake dies, I was like, I almost want this to be the last scene of the show. Like, that was such a, like, such a creative adventure timey thing and such a perfect, like, ending for him that I'm like, nope, canon. That's it. Yeah, canon. All the way down to Bubblegum just plopping him in there. (laughs) Yes! With her unamused face. Yeah, like, what? Chan, stop projecting. Just because Jake completes your life doesn't mean he should complete the world in like the earth <laughs> i don't know like if, i'm kidding but, it's the best ending after all this time you still choose to speak dumb sorry go ahead Tula. like the, the, this topic has come up like, i feel like a couple times already but the the fact that it wasn't the mushroom more and it wasn't the comet and it was this new thing that's not elaborated on at all but like do you think they're gonna sort of come back to that in the other specials nope. I don't, I don't think, think they will. That's what I felt, but then everybody in my comment section was really mad at me and said no, so I what? guess not. <laughs> mad at you? I think it they worked were... well to leave it there because it gave us a little bit of information, but it left so much room for speculation, but it's like we don't need to know exactly what it was. I think the speculation part about it is really fun. But like... I, Yeah, I just think it's very yeah. adventure timey of them to feed us like a whole different lore um, out of nowhere. And then we hyper-focus on it, but they're like, Haha, we're never gonna show this. Like, sometimes, like, you know, you have so many expectations for something like that that it's really hard to really make everyone satisfied, so sometimes it's better left to the imagination. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's the approach Adventure Time takes to a lot of things, including, like, how did BMO get in space at the beginning? I love open-endedness. <laughs> An example of that, which is not my opinion anymore, I love the Evergreen story, I think it's so creative and cool, but initially when i was younger and evergreen first came out i was almost disappointed because i liked the idea that the crown was just like this evil thing that no one understood 
And then when we got, like, a, a perfect explanation of why it was a thing, I was just like, eh, I don't want that explanation. But, you know, I've come yeah. to but now, But now it, it served so much lore with the elements. Right. The... No, I mean, it, well, it's just because I had expectations that were different. But, like, I, I just like the fear of the unknown so much that sometimes when things get ex like explanations, I'm like, sigh. But, like, I really love the Evergreen story. Oh, my God. So. Mm -hmm. Guys, I was this is so... Like... Oh, sorry. You go first because I'm... Well, this, is, this is a tangent, basically, but... I let, like from the from that episode coming out. I liked the Evergreen story, but I did not, and still kind of don't like um, uh, broke his crown and how that like implies that everybody's just kind of chilling inside the crown. I I will I want it to be torturous, but they just made it. Wow, I didn't no, like I like I it. You sadist. <laughs> well, I always took that as like like that. They're not actually just sitting in a village. I think it's just like she's like okay, this VR machine will make like a like a visual of like. Because it's like a bunch of brains trapped in a crown. I agree, I want it to be horrifying and torturous, but like, I don't think they're literally in the crown just like, hey, dude. <laughs> Guys, um, going back to uh, water park prank um, animation. Yes, the most important part of the episode. I... Yes, the most important part of the episode. <laughs> I was ready to have my big brain moment. I was looking at the flashes, and I saw a flash of green, a flash of pink, a flash of blue. I was just waiting for a flash of red or orange, and I would have been like, Oh my god, it's the element colors, look! But they didn't do it, and so I can't make that my theory. What was the, th what was the fourth uh, flash? Was there a th was there a fourth uh, flash? I believe no. I believe there were only three flash colors, which was um, green, yellow, and pink. I mm, might be wrong. Three, just three out of um, four isn't like that. Doesn't disprove your theory, you know? <laughs> no, you have to have all four because it's symbolic that way. All right, never mind. The elephant colors. <laughs> the elephant. Is that what you said? The elephant. No, I said element. Oh. <laughs> element <laughs> colors. There's um. Fire, ice, slime, and candy, which is um, red. Still, the blue, funniest thing that anyone's ever done. It's pink. like we already have elements. They're like, let's just make candy and slime elements instead yes. of like air and earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's smart. It's so adventure timey. I have also come to love the idea that like lumps are the anti-element because it just like makes up like the lumps make up the universe and mm -hmm. just, <laughs> you know they're just so like against. Yeah. At all, but go ahead. I don't know. I, I, I was just. This is. This has nothing to do with anything. But I feel like. I wish Lumpy Space had been revisited like once after season one ever. Mm -hmm. I know, right? I think mm -hmm. it was shown in the finale. Yeah, I want to see. You know, the I never even space realized world. that until right now. That they never went back to it. Like in a flashback, one time they went back. They, they showed it <laughs> in the finale when um, Lumpy Space Princess became Queen of Lumpy Space, and she was like. Married to Lemon Grab? I can't get over that, by the way. Yes. There's so much Lumpy Space and Lemon Grab fan art, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, where are you guys coming from? <laughs> so, if, if we're actually going to be wrapping up soon, may I suggest that the final thing we talk about in the video is the things that we actually got right in our prediction drawing video. Oh, yes. Oh my um, god! I think that Bimo was planning to sell potatoes on his potato farm to the martians so so wow. <laughs> so you know when he sold a leaf to aliens in our video um that was like kind of correct yeah i felt yeah. the same way like making organic things like uh like a special thing 
Um, so in our video, he was uh, buying stuff with leaves. And in the Adventure Time episode, he was on an important mission yeah. to give So, So of course there was the, the time where he like almost got short-circuited from water. Yes, he got short uh, which I believe is bullshit. What, like, is he water resistant? Like, why does I he only spark? Of your thing, Dom. Thank yes. you. And, I did. Too. And another, <laughs> I did. The other big thing uh, that I noticed when I was watching it is that Bimo did get his arm cut off by getting slammed in a door. <laughs> yeah, but we only predicted that because. Oh my trailer. god! <laughs> Wait, was, was it in the trailer? trailer? I don't, the door was I don't remember in it in the trailer. Yeah, but his arm, but his arm didn't come off in the trailer. Yes, but it was like stretched, and he was getting grabbed. I don't know, cheater. No, oh, I, I believe. I, I believe uh, we specifically said that, like in that one, that like his arm got got you know, you know, his arm came off again after already having reattached it from the time we saw it in the trailer, which was accurate. Yeah. And it was in a door. That was accurate. That was was that mine? Yeah. Was that, that was mine? Yours, I think. Yeah. And and then we have Martin, which we did guess because of the Mr. M thing at the end, like when we all drew together. <laughs> yeah. Um, we drew Martin. We did draw Finn and Jake. I drew a last min last second Finn over You drew there, Martin. So... Did Bimo you drew get Martin um, sitting on top of Bimo's ship, and that's very close. Yeah, to... I don't think it was me who drew Someone it. Someone drew that, and it was very close. It might have been me, actually. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I drew, was I drew Martin sitting on top style. of Bimo's ship, and I was very close to when he um, sat on top of Hugo's space pod at the end and was just planning to blast off into space that way. <laughs> yes! Did Bimo ever get a gun? Uh, uh, he got the lava Yeah, the, lava yeah he, got, gun. he got that, like, glue gun at one point. He was yeah, like, so yeah. Everyone, yep. everyone did yes, have Yes, we right. predicted it. it! And we predicted yep. that Bimo would die. Several times! We predicted Bimo would die several times, <laughs> and he had that whole animation thing where he would be like, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, oh my god, go. we are Wait, so smart. Wait, did we get anything wrong? Did we get anything wrong? I don't uh, think there was I a think... taco, and like, that, that that was the crux of our, you know, whole thing. Like, it all falls apart without the taco. There were even crabs! Yeah, there was no taco. Oh yeah, there were crabs. Did we have yeah. crabs? In we had lobster. we had a lobster, I think. <clears throat> we had a lobster. Nice. Oh, we're the so gas smart, you guys. Yeah. yeah, that flying crab thing. All right. Uh, so hire us next time. Uh, Cartoon Network will be your writing team. Yeah. Um, for the future reboots. All right, do your sign up. Okay, so see. thank you for watching uh, the Adventure Time Beamo review. We're gonna call this a wrap tonight because we have places to be, and um, we'll see you again when the preview for Adventure Time Obsidian comes out. Um, yes. Yeah. Together we will pray it's longer than three seconds of uh, okay, voice. Then. <laughs> okay, say bye. 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 Thanks for watching.